Maybe he's going for a uh, brew dog in the fridge right about now. I'm oh, back. I'm back. I want to hear what you've been. So I'll tell you what I've been drinking, and I want to hear what you've been drinking these days. I, sure. I have been going with Bud Light because it fits. Now, typically, I'm a Coors Light guy. You guys all know this, but Bud Light fits into my fridge more easily, and um, I found a deal on them at the local beer distributor, so I can buy them 36 at a time for $30, including tax. It's a great deal. Yeah. So it's like, it's like uh, you know, six free brew dogs, basically. Uh-oh, I can hear my roommate get upset about something to do with the virus um oh well <laughs> what were you uh what were you, what have you been drinking brad uh i've had a couple of Nar- narragansetts i'm gonna turn on some music um guess what guess what i made the other night what this was this was unique oh we talked about this we talked about this on the cast right the almond milk vodka. Oh, yeah. 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 Sounds delicious. So I had a little vodka. I had almond milk. I have nutmeg and cinnamon. Put a couple splashes of that into a blender. Yeah. Not terrible. Look at you. Not bad. Put it on ice. It did the trick. It did the trick. Uh... And unironically, and I try to live as truthfully as possible. I try not to be. Too, we've talked about, you know, our hip, you know, hipstery characteristics and stuff. I understand, but I try to be as truthful as possible. I was just, in fact, because I was chilly, wearing a robe. So I was kind of, it was kind of like the Big Lebowski, but on accident. <laughs> you so you're wearing a robe, having this like this this cocktail you invented. Yeah, but it wasn't on purpose to like try and like be cool and wear a robe. I was like, I wear a robe a lot around the house, yeah, at night. No, dude, I get it. I I have my my things I put on, you know, in the evening, you know. And then I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and go, "Well, it's kind of funny in a movie, but in reality, I'm not so sure." <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of a fun character that people want to be, and then when you are kind of acting that out, you're kind of like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Get the robe off, buddy. Yeah, it's always funny uh, in a movie when you see someone throwing away like. 12 beer cans like every morning and then like when you're the one doing it every morning you're like oh yeah is this funny i guess yeah yeah (laughs) um and what's uh what of your meal like well you've always kind of been a healthy cook for yourself grocery shopping guy anyway like this is this whole thing is like has like turned my world upside down but you kind of always been like a cooking type person anyway, huh? Yeah. You can do all right. I haven't been eating that healthy, though. I have a lot of pasta and stuff. I guess pasta's not terrible. Uh, I mixed it up. I had a smoothie today because I want to make sure, like, at the end of the day, I'm getting some vitamins in just in case. And then, you know, it's a little bit of crap food, but, you know. No salmon. No salmon. You're done. For now, yeah. Why is that? You had you got salmon out. Too. Uh, I don't know. Something about salmon during the coronavirus doesn't sound exactly appealing. <laughs> well, look at you. Nice fresh piece of fish with a virus on it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess you, you cook it in the oven and the virus is killed, but still. Yeah. I mean, what what are you, what are you making that doesn't have the virus on it? Like True. your your like 
Your grape nuts. <laughs> you don't think there's any Corona swimming around in your grape nuts? Yeah, in fact, you're probably right. There's, there's definitely more coronavirus in my mini wheats than there is something I'm gonna put in the oven. <laughs> I love mini wheats. Wait, the coronavirus has got me in touch with the foods I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Frosted mini wheats. I've avoided cereal for a. Like, I'm not even kidding. I haven't bought cereal in like well over a year. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it's 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 unhealthy. It's a lot of sugar. I'll either have like. Other, I'll have other things that I deem, at least to myself, to be healthier. Yeah. I'm having cereal again. I feel fucking great. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> Don't you love cereal? I, I love cereal, but I kind of... So cereal's one of those things for me where I actually... I typically... I mostly... I love sugary fun cereal. Maybe I should just say fuck it. Have a bowl every morning. I've been eating wheat checks just because I like the fiber. And the lack of sugar. Sure. I have so much sugar in the rest of my life, you know. I mean, whenever sure. I buy trail mix, it has to have M and M's in it, or I won't even look. Like I'll just be of course. upset. Of course, give me some candy in there. <laughs> you have to. If I don't taste chocolate in my trail mix, I might. I might as well throw on my. Uh, might as well jump in my Subaru. <laughs> And uh, yeah, give me a break. Give me some candy, dude. Did I tell you over Christmas time that I was buying mint M and M's and dumping those into my trail mix along with the regular M and M's? <laughs> sure, I I would imagine. I'll tell you, man. And nothing's like like that first burp in the morning when you taste peanuts and mint. <laughs> peanuts and mint, dude. It's like I went to Skinny Dennis and then fell asleep with a piece of Wrigley's in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? Right, what's more embarrassing? Um, <laughs> choking. First off, neither are embarrassing. They could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Choking to death is a real thing that so I think a lot of us forget could happen because yeah. it could, and people do die from choking often and a lot. Dude, it could happen tonight amidst the corona panic. Isn't it crazy? Of course, we've all come close to like having a quick choking you're like oh shit I might be choking for a second and then you swallow it and you're like oh okay that was weird I mean it, you're, it could happen at any time <laughs> yeah I had a hard boiled egg today that I thought I pretty much ate whole I like barely chewed it and I don't know why and I was like holy shit this is like taking forever to go down my throat I wasn't choking it was more one of those more, more of those chest pain types of swallows oh I love those it's like a little cramp Oh, hard. And you're like, can I have a glass of water? Why didn't I chew that egg? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm like a, it's like a, it's like a whale eating a fish. Just take it whole. <laughs> just take it whole. No chomping. Just swallow it in the belly. There you are. Yeah. All right. What's, what would you rather, I mean, let's see. Choking to death because you forgot to take out your Wrigley at night. <laughs> they're like how do you die just a, a thin stick of Wrigley just got lodged in the wrong pipe just stopped like, his breathing just like he had to have his big red he, he had to have <laughs> he had to have his winter green alright I don't like this thing anymore let's cut to this times you were chewing big red oh boy oh <laughs> well you know of course we all know like the, the yeah alright time of the chewing big red um, so I don't know if I ever told you that I was Mormon for a little while. 
I don't know if I ever told you that. That I like. You were Mormon. Yeah, I just I really got into the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Okay. And I went and did my mission. I was in South America converting people from uh, Christianity to being Mormons. Sure. And, you know, so I'd been gone for like a year and a half, and I'd been writing letters to my to my Mormon girlfriend the entire time. We were so excited about seeing each other. And uh, so I was going to go land in Salt Lake City, where I was living at the time. And, uh, you know, just like the commercials. Like, we touched down. I'm like, let me pop in a stick of Big Red, you know? Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll get a kiss out of this thing, you know, after this long time away. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, walking on the jetway, walking the thing, and I thought I'd see her with a sign and everything like that. And uh, turned out I got catfished. <laughs> it was, oh, no. Yeah, it was my cab driver. <laughs> he's like do you know he goes oh, no. do you like we're like half like i was so bummed i was crying because you didn't show up and i'm in his taxi and the guy's like do you know why i was honking at you to get in this cab and i was like no sir i was just i was like crying my girlfriend stood me up he goes hi i'm carrie i'm your girlfriend i i don't know why i did that to you i catfished you oh no that's sad oh no well you're lucky because uh, as far as i know about big red <laughs> By the time you popped in that gum, yeah, you easily chewed off the flavor, <laughs> and she would have gotten a big old bland, like spit tasting kiss. <laughs> like the flavor on a big red, it wears off within a couple of chews, and you swallow it, oh and then you're just stuck with like an elasticy substance. Oh my! That you're like, God. I'm just gonna chew this now, and you get a big old like <laughs> breathy kiss, like ugh. <laughs> You're so right. Like the way your breath smells, like if you act, say you like lick your hand or like put a little spit on your hand, the way it smells, that's what that's what the uh, the kiss would have tasted like. So that's God. okay. And why was like why were they so fixated on Big Red was the kissing gum? It was like such the sure, thing. Sure, right, right, right. All right, give me a time you've you uh, chewed a stick of Big Red. Um, I was coaching my neighbor's son son's little league team because his father uh he died in a um uh, a stunt accident you know he's this big local stunt guy he was always trying to like jump the car a lot and all that oh wow wow. uh, yeah and people loved him and he took his very very heavy harley davidson and tried to jump like 15 cars what is he he probably made like three who does he think he is arnold schwarzenegger in terminator 2 Yes, like a heavy bike, not like a dirt bike, which you shouldn't have been on a dirt bike. Oh, come on. Heavy bike, when flying into a Jeep, just died. It's very sad. So I'm like, well, I'm going to offer to like coach his son's like little league team. I have an affinity for local sports. Of course you do. So you I was have. designated to be the third base coach. And around this time, they were pretty good. They made it to the championship. Now, even though we were the favorites, we were down like 10 nothing. In the sixth inning, little leaguers only play six innings. Okay. So I'm, I'm third base coach. Little kid gets on first. Next batter gets on second. We're down ten nothing. I mean, like, unfortunately, we've more or less conceded. You know, yeah. we'll still buy the kids ice cream, but you know, it's it's kind of sad. We we should have had a better run. Fair enough. And I pop in a big red. <laughs> I just, I think I'll pop in a little gum here. See what happens. You know, just. I want to give I want to give 
help out the head coach give a nice speech after the game while chewing gum, you know. I got to get a head start. And just out of curiosity, are you wearing sunglasses? What time of day is it? Uh, you know, it's like dusk. It's probably about like six o'clock in the summer, seven o'clock in the summer. So okay. the sun's up a little bit. Yeah. You know, it doesn't get dark till about eight thirty, eight forty-five. You know, we don't we don't play under the lights, but it's it's late enough. Because <laughs> you got to play after the parents get to work, you know, so they can come watch. Oh, fair enough. And uh, the third batter up hits a line drive up the middle, and I'm all fired up. You know what I mean? A little big red. I start waving him in. <laughs> No. I wave him in. No. Play at the plate. He's safe. Next batter up. Well, like kind of a dribbler in the infield. The, we had a runner on second. I just start waving him in. And since they're in Little League, they kind of like, they often will just throw the ball like out of angst. They'll like kind of like make a bad throw. Yeah. So you got to play with that a little bit. Sure. You know, the pitcher gets the ball. He throws it to the catcher as I'm waving the kid in. He goes past the catcher. You know, it just went over his head because you know, that happens a lot. Like in younger sports, like they're 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 prone to make a lot more mistakes under pressure. Sure, sure, sure. Long story short, we keep making contact. I'm not saying we're getting hits. We're making contact. Some dribblers, some actual hits to the outfield. I wave in eleven runners. Oh no! In a row. Jesus. Win the game. Wow. Now did I that... made the final speech. <laughs> did that? Make... I made the championship speech. The head as, coach was bawling his eyes out. Couldn't even talk. As the third Big base red. coach. Gave me the confidence. Big Red. Now, did yep. that mean ice cream night turned into pizza night? Chinese food. Oh, Chinese. You took Little Leaguers to a Chinese... Was it a buffet or, reg, or a regular sit-down menu? True story. True story. Yeah. When my Little League team, the unlikely... So in our in our city championship, yeah. there were three leagues in our town, and the the top three would come together for the city championship. Okay, it was a, a two loss elimination, very big deal, very big deal in the late nineties, very big deal. We had a team that was probably the second best in our league. Okay, and we won our we won our league to go to the championship. We weren't favored though, and we had these coaches who were like twenty six. They were young. They were just these two guys who wanted to coach a little league team. They were awesome. And we were unlikely, and they led us to win that championship. And they were so excited that they took us and all the parents to the King Buffet, which is a Chinese buffet restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't, they were so excited. I remember this. We were all like partying, as in like eating all the Chinese food and soda we wanted. It was like a Tuesday night yeah. in the middle of the summer. So we're off from school. And at the end of it, we're all bleeding out into the parking lot. And they were like, made an announcement to all the parents. They're like, and looking back, I thought they were older. They were like in their mid twenties. They're like, we can't afford this bill. Oh, Can no. I mean the parents. Like, it was like a thousand dollars, whatever. You know, like they tried to like feed like fifty people I at mean, like maybe not a thousand, but probably about five six hundred dollars. Well, you figure a kid and, and two parents and maybe a sister yes. or a brother. Yes, and all the parents, of course, were more than happy to like pay for their kid. Like but it was more of a run celebration. Out to the but the parking lot and then say that. Yeah, it was really funny. Everybody kind of laughed. <laughs> and then we went on to the championship, and we're definitely not the favorites. There was an undefeated team that came into the championship. They were favored all year. They didn't lose one game. No. And we beat them in the championship. Look at you. I, I still fit in to my championship jacket. It is in my apartment right now. Not even kidding. Give it a lick. 
All right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go any further about this. That's my Big Red story. I will go on about that championship all well, day. So, I mean, between, Big Red, Big Red gets a big lick. Between the between the the Little League story and your senior year batting average, I mean, we got a freaking athlete on the cast here. I had my day. I'm going to go grab a few more day. beers, so if you could hold on the mic for a minute. Sure. Wait, should I give you something? No. Do I need to... No, I'm just going to go grab a few beers. I'm going to talk about my Little League jacket. <laughs> so, you know, if you walk into my basement, it just reeks of athletic glory from a young man's youth. A lot of basketball trophies, participation, champ won a, won a Biddy League basketball championship, won a Babe Ruth championship, won a Little League championship. You draft me... You're going to get some like white kid effort. You're really going to get some young, skinny, white kid effort. We're going to take you to a championship. I played my fucking ass off. Wait, you, you, dude, you're going to be so mad. I have it on tape. I have. This is true. No, I have this on tape. Game-winning steal within the last minute of our championship basketball game. City championship, I made the game-winning steal breakaway with 30 seconds left. And I made the layup, and the place went nuts, and we went ahead and won. I, I don't. I, you you draft me in the late '90s. You're gonna get a kid with parted hair and a lot of gel, and a kid with a lot of fucking heart. <laughs> so I have my Little League championship jacket because I kind of wanted to do a comedy bit about it. So I took it back to New York, and I'm not gonna lie, it fits perfectly. Does it? It rides the belt line. A little high on the on the arm cuffs. It's exactly what you want to wear to a first date. Dude, oh man, don't even talk about first dates right now. That hurts. When's the next time we're gonna go on one? <laughs> but are you on the mic or no? I'm back, baby. Uh I mean there's always a fourth of July. Yo, first date on the fourth? Wow. Alright, what are people gonna do when this does blow over? And, like, we're allowed to, like, go back out. Because that will happen. What are people going to do? Is it going to be, like, a celebration of, like, oh. like to, like, get back together and rebuild as people and recover and mourn? So we're not, we're not making light of that. But, like, it's totally going to be a celebration of, wow, we fucking got out of this. Yes. And hopefully it's not as bad as it is. And if it is, we'll mourn it. But it's, people are going to be really excited to, like, be healthy or for the time being, what is what's gonna happen, dude? You know that um, that famous like Life magazine cover where the sailors kissing the woman after World War Two? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's gonna be me with like every cashier I've fallen in love with over the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be you, just like a guy like biting into a big hamburger, and it just says "America's back"? <laughs> Like a little, just a little ketchup dripping off the back end. It goes, "America's back." <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> There's one thing I'm happy about, and that's that the fucking Olympics are getting pushed back. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, who cares? God, the Olympics suck. The only thing I'll say, and I'm not like trying to, I'm too heavy of a heart. What a blow. If you are somebody who's trained your entire life, oh, yeah. and maybe in your world, because I'm sure everything is cut down to a T, right? Sure. Like your age, 
you're the day you were born. It's like how like much time you have to fit into this time frame before the next person comes up and helps that team or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Oh my lord. Totally. What a blow. I mean, it's happening to a lot of people in sports like March Madness and all that. Like guys and girls who are trying to like go further in their career. It's a big Cracking. part of their career, like to try and get to the NBA. Sure. You know, they could have a big, we talked about this, we, they could have a huge March Madness and become like a top draft pick because they got on the radar a little more or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, imagine being in the Olympics and like you, wait, I, I of course, swimming is summer, right? This is a summer Olympics. Swimming is summer, right? And you've been you've been in the above ground pool since you were a kid, <laughs> dude. Just dreaming. And now of, it's like I gotta about get a job in insurance. Oh yeah, man! And like you said, like you only have like for most most like I would just say Olympic athletes, you have two Olympics in you realistically, you know? Sure. And if you're like if you missed your first one or if you this is your last one or you never got a shot at it. Like you really only, like you said, like it's such, the window is so small to be an Olympian in terms of, because even if it's pushed back a whole year, it's like, that's a whole year. Yeah. But dude, a serious question. I think I know the answer is no, but Michael Phelps is totally done. Right. He's too old. Dude. He's now just like marketing a therapy app. Hey Jude. Well, I know, but he's like, he's too old for it. Right. Or is he still good enough? Maybe. No, I think he's too old. I've had to guess. I've had to guess. If I had to guess. I mean, you tell me he can't. I'm sure I'm sure he's not going to, but I bet you if he wanted to, he could. I don't know. It's, maybe we, this should be. Get uh, him in the pool. Maybe we should do some lick investigative journalism. I'll say. Uh, sorry, there's some noise. Um, maybe we should do some lick uh, investigative journalism on that. You know, could. Could Michael Phelps, like, what are his times like these days? Sure. Could he be like a Randy Quaid? Uh, no, not Randy Quaid. Dennis Quaid in that movie where the high school uh, coach becomes a pitcher again. Yeah. Have you seen that one? It's called The Rookie or something. Of course. I saw that in the theater. Back when I used to go to the movies. Now I go years without going to the movies and I love it. Sure. I love That's another movies. great thing about the coronavirus. Is another reason for me not to have to go to the movies. <laughs> the movies. <laughs> I fucking hate the movies. Uh, oh shit. What were we just talking about? I was gonna say something. Oh, 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 oh! Back to the Olympics. Uh, what were we talking? What was the thing we were talking about right before that? Um, Phelps. Olympics. Oh, other sports, maybe. Shit. Oh, well, fuck it. Um. Uh, what are people doing in our small towns? Are they driving around? You guys still driving? Hey, I mean, if you have a I, mean, car. I guess you're still allowed to drive if you need a little fresh air yeah, to get out of the house. They can drive, man. Put the sunroof down. They can drive. Oh, they dude. Drive. Oh, this is what we were talking about. Like when this is all over, like people are gonna come together, you know, and be like, whatever. Oh yeah. People are gonna be fucking like crazy, don't you think? 
They're going to go crazy. Yeah, this seems like a big party to get out of this. Well, anyone that's single, I guess. People that are married are going to just be in hell. People who are married? Oh, my goodness. Their life's not going to change at all. Like, this is going to be over, and they're like, yeah, but we're still stuck together. Whereas me and you are going to be like, oh, this is over. We can go be people again. <laughs> they're, like, going to be, like, sorting out their problems. Is it wrong that I'm, like, kind of, like, rooting for it? <laughs> it's well, because it's... What, why not? It, 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 it includes mayhem. Why not? Just a little bit of like, what will happen? What are these people going to do? I don't really root for it. I don't really, personally, honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I hope you're happy, honestly. Especially to friends. But it will be interesting just to see, I, I must say. Why not? Why not? Mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Who fucking cares? But can you imagine? As you can see, in times like these, nothing matters. It's more about... What makes you happy? Can you imagine, dude, people that are miserable right now? So, like, this all ends, and we're just, like, out partying. We're like, oh, shit, you know? And maybe even they, they might, like, like undo this slowly. Who's to say, you know? So maybe it, will, it won't be, like, this major celebration like New Year's Eve or something. But even whatever degree they let us start or we decide it's okay, not they let us because we're free, way, It'll be, like, the first people. weekend. Like, say they lift a band on a Tuesday. They're like... Yeah. All right, businesses are opening up, in which I think people will go out. It be like that first weekend, everybody's oh, like, I let's would. go celebrate to like health and like renewing and like being together again. I'm going to spend $100 a night for five nights. But like, this is weird. Because let's be honest, I should come swing by your house. Like, I guess I could and just talk to you outside your window. I haven't even thought about that. It's had this feeling of like, I shouldn't even do that. I could definitely do that on my bike. Yeah, uh, maybe we, could, I will we could go to the park and just sit. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. It has this feeling right now. I just we go could home, sit like right, eight totally. feet from each other and like just like yeah. sit there for like one hour and just talk. We could just you know, we could just talk, Brad. We could throw the frisbee and just not catch it. <laughs> you could throw <laughs> it in back and forth and pick, catch it, and I'll never touch it. And you just throw it back and forth. <laughs> Boomerang. Um, <laughs> but don't you think people are gonna go crazy? And then people that are like in like stuck in these like like relationships they don't like, they're like, oh, but I'm not free. I'm still trapped. <laughs> Do you? Uh, Pepe's got to pee again. Can you take him out for a walk, Pepe? Yeah, of course. This whole coronavirus, I have taken him for a walk. Well. It seems like you got used to it, so I don't see what's the difference. Oh, my Jeff. Don't start. <laughs> I'm just saying the dog needs to pee, and I'm... I don't know. I got to, like, work. Oh, I still got to work from home. Jeff, will you just stop it? And they go for a walk together and, like, smoke cigarettes because they can again. And it's like... Oh, beautiful day. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful because we've been inside for three months, but it doesn't mean it's actually beautiful. Well, I'm just saying it's nice. <laughs> I didn't say it was perfect. No, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you want for lunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want for lunch? Um, is McAllister's open yet? I just want like a tea and a Reuben. <laughs> What's that? What's McAllister's? It's like a it's like a like a high end like sandwich chain in the south. Yeah, I like when Sydney breaks out these high end places. It's, I like it. It's sort of like fast casual. You know, it's not quite a sit down restaurant. Is it near you? 
Uh, there's one in Knoxville. There's one in Knoxville. There's one in Knoxville. Oh, okay. It's not in New York. No, no. Okay. McAllisters. They're known for their tea and their sandos. Cool. Go to McAllisters. Get a bag of chips and a Reuben and a tea, dude. A tea. There's <laughs> a fucking tea, <laughs> dude. <laughs> We should start, like, making a list of the stupidest shit we hear people say they miss, you know? Like, oh, God, when this is over, I'm going to have a Big Mac again. I mean, I guess you can still have a Big Mac if you want, you know? But, like, <laughs> like the stupidest It'll be more shit. Like, it's going to be more like, uh, you're right. People can still have a lot of things, especially if they want to, like, make it at home. But... It'll be more social. I can't wait to go to a movie again. I can't wait to have a drink at a bar. I can't wait to, like, shake someone's hand again. (laughs) Dude, who's the first fucking hand you're going to shake when this is Um, Probably my landlord's, Mary. I'll go up to her and shake her hand. Like, we did it. We made it out. What's the matter with you? What's the rent? I'm going to fly to Washington and shake like that head doctor's hand, whatever his name is. <laughs> Good job, man. You, we did it, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna go shake the CEO of ABC Network's hand and said, "Thank you for the good. <laughs> thank you for the good doctor. It got me through." <laughs> we have not been keeping up with the good doctor. Why not? Dude, this would be a great time for us to keep up with the good doctor. A sleepover, you said? <laughs> huh? You said a sleepover? No, I'm saying this would be a great time for us to like keep up with it. Yeah, like we could. Cut, Honestly, we could I don't up. think I like the Good Doctor. I, I'm all about like the gimmick, as I mean, in the storyline. But actually, sitting through a whole episode, I don't. It's for me, it's a long episode. I'm always like, Jesus. If anything, I want them to show more of the Good Doctor. They try and follow all the other characters. No, I think it's. And very... I'm like, just show the Good Doctor getting in trouble for an hour, and I'm fine. I think this show is exploitation. At the end of the day. Frank, yeah. Frankly. Yep. They're not nice to the good doctor. It's the writers so the writers are not nice to him. They make him have the worst day of his life every single day. I, I can't imagine these writers or anything about like LA, like their parents are connected and like there's these like probably thirty to forty year old writers, maybe one like fifty five year old guy, like <laughs> the veteran of like good old fashioned drama on ABC. <laughs> Which would be what, I wonder. Like he's written on, maybe he's written LA on Law. like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe he, he, maybe he did write on NYPD Blue. I mean, he's had a little experience, mm-hmm. and people know him as a veteran. He he keeps he steers them on course. He's like, you guys are getting a little wild by the rules and by what people like. We got to stay this course. Like, oh, okay, you're right, you're right. He's showing them the ropes on a show that is allowed to have a little experimentation, considering not a lot of people are really watching it. Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. I mean, the good doctor has to be at the end of the day, no matter how much we want to promote it. It has to be like background noise TV. Nobody's like into the good doctor, are they? It's got to be like 10 o'clock TV on a Monday. Not a great slot. People aren't staying up that late to watch the good doctor. Dude, um, I, th- I think you're, I think that no one's excited about seeing it. I agree with that, you know? Just but they're what, you know, they're like, watching it. It might be like, like just turn on, on the TV and we'll fall asleep to it. Yeah, it's like oh, what's on? Yes, the back in doctor. those days, you know, no one. That's another tragedy of like the streaming era, which I I know oh, you yeah. and I are both avoiding. But it's like you don't ever just say oh, what's on. 
And then you just have a yeah. couple choices and you just pick That's something gone. and you just chill. It, it's far more successful to be a streaming actor, which honestly there's like, like as a comedian, in my opinion, like you would want to have a more of a, like somebody's like, would you rather like a show on a Monday? <laughs> in our world, we'd like a show on a Monday at 10. Sure. But, but realistically, it's like, yeah, I'll take like a Netflix series, A, because they're probably like, people can consume them differently in a way that you'd like. Yeah, just watch my show, watch it all at once, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, in a, in a perfect world, yeah, they should be excited to watch it episode by episode or vice versa, both, which people do that too. Like networks, you can like do a little bit of both. But yeah, give me a shit, give me a slot. I'll yeah. take a slot. Yeah. And you can't see it anywhere but that time. Love it, man. Dude, I, I feel... Mean, th- I- Go ahead. No, no. What were you saying? I was just saying, like, when you were younger, like, I'm trying to think the same thing with me. Like, if you missed the episode, you just had to hear about it. There's no rewatching it. Right. Absolutely. You maybe, missed it. Maybe you catch the rerun in the summer. Maybe, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll catch it when it's a rerun. Well, that's not going to be for a few months. And that doesn't make me happy now. You know? Nope. That's what I would say. Like, you were late. You you promised that if I drove you to the mall and that I, if I had a beer at Ruby Tuesdays while you were shopping at JCPenney, that we would be back in time for me to see The Good Doctor. And now we've missed it. And now I've got to wait and hope that it's a rerun this summer. Yep. Dude, you ever drink at a mall? Have I ever drank at a mall? No. Oh man, it it. Cha- I mean, it changes it. I'm sure it's fun. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's fun because it's kind of like you're riding that line of like it's kind of like wearing a robe drinking a cocktail at night. It's like, is this funny or is this just like, is this what's actually happening? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's more just like what's happening. It's like, oh, I am having a beer in the mall food court. And it's a kind of ironic, but it's also happening. And I also would prefer to have this than a soda. So I'm sure I'm living sure. it, you know. But you've never had a beer at a mall, huh, Brad? I mean, besides maybe a restaurant that's connected to the mall. But like, do, you, do you know what that might be? Are you saying having a beer at a mall, like walking through it? Well, so it, like for instance, take my college town when my buddies and I were all turning twenty-one, which meant oh, something like that, yeah. Well, like when we, so when we were in college, like most of us had fake IDs, but then that still wasn't like didn't mean you could go anywhere. You know, you kind of had to like you were take you know you were risking it anytime you went to somewhere that you that you didn't know like readily took fake IDs. Sure. So then once you turned 21, it was like, oh, I can drink anywhere and everywhere without any gr- without any guff. And so we were just, like, trying to think of, like, the like the funniest places to order a beer, my buddies and I. And so, like, we'd go to the mall, like, with our girlfriends in college or something. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, man. I mean, I went to Frankenstein's in the food court and got, like, a huge beer. And then, like, oh, when we were about to leave, we went and had, like, a huge beer at Ruby Tuesdays. You know, because Ruby Tuesdays, like, typically, like, you can enter through the mall, but it's also, like, maybe it has an exterior <laughs> of course. entrance. So, dude, we were, like, 
we were just trying to find the funniest places to just get tanked all the time in college, and uh, drinking at the mall became pretty like a funny thing to do. Like if you went, and it was almost mandatory. I love I love going. Th- we've talked about this. I love going through certain restaurants to get into the mall. Sure. Oh yeah. We had one called Garfield's. It was like a burger steakhouse. <laughs> it was like a burger steakhouse kind of place called Garfield. I think I've seen that, and I don't know where. It fucking sucks, dude. And the 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 kids that I was like closer with in elementary school, their parents loved Garfield's, and they'd always like go after sporting events, and sometimes we'd join them. Oh, great. We're at Garfield's. I guess I'm having the cheeseburger. Garfield's. They're saying Michigan's getting hit hard right now. With corona. Yeah, they said it's spreading really fast in Michigan right now. Oh. In Louisiana, too, man. Really? Yeah. They said How are your parents doing? They're holding up. They're doing grocery delivery when they can and going out for... Groceries when they have to. Spirits are high. Love to have a session. A thera- if your dad's doing therapy sessions on the phone, I'm guessing. Uh, I believe so. I'm going to call him. Dude, you should totally do it. For I'm going to get a session in. You might as well, man. Wow, what would you talk about with my dad on your first session, do you think? Well, I've been to therapy uh, long term twice. Because okay. I'm like, yeah, it's great. And both times you got to spill them out. You got to spill the guts right off the bat. Okay. And then you can start somewhere. So your dad's going to get a lot right off the bat. He's going to go, this is too much. <laughs> this is way too much. He's going to tell you that. What's that? He's going to tell you that. He's going to be Brad. He's going to go, this is way too much. He's going to pause. He goes, but tell me more. <laughs> tell me a little more. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> well, you know, you know, uh, you know um, I mean, what a, what a, you know, I'm walking down the street the other day. Some guy gives me a look. He gets all angry at me, and then I'm, and I'm all mad. And, you know, he's going to go, wow, this is like, this is some deep insecurity here. Dude, keep talking. I got to pee. Sydney's father is a therapist. What's it like getting therapy from a southern doctor? Well, son, you just need a good old-fashioned good home-cooked meal. Son, maybe you just need to get your sorry ass out of the Northeast and come on down here where the sun's always shining. <laughs> I can't do that. I gotta stay up here. Oh, man, what are we gonna do? Sid, are you there? He's just emptying out last night's beers to fill in the fresh ones. He's been drinking so much, his pee stinks. <laughs> Coming out different steps, different scents. Um, I am going to go as far to say we're recording a little bit later in the evening. I think when Sydney comes back, I got to run. I got to call somebody. We're figuring out work stuff. I got to figure out. I think uh, I'm working currently. I've What's that? Am I going to call this person? After this. Uh-oh, did you see this? 
Peyton Manning crashes Tennessee online class. It was an online class, and it looks like Peyton Manning jumped in and like, made them all laugh or something. Maybe he promoted uh, State Farm. What does he do again? Like a good neighbor of State Farm? State Farm? Like, it's Peyton Manning. Oh, do the the chant and sing us the, the school song. Well, sorry, guys. I'm actually just here to let you know that uh, State Farm's giving discounts during this time. Nationwide. Uh, oh, nationwide, sorry. Nationwide is on your side. Dude. All, I'm mixing up all state and nationwide. Um, I'm not going to lie. At the end of the day, Peyton fan. I'm not going to knock Peyton. I like Peyton. Dude. It was just fun to like root against at the time, but he was always like a good player and good for the league. Oh, and great for the university. Great for the University of Tennessee, dude. Like, imagine how crazy it's going to be when I'm famous and he's famous, and we're both like standing <laughs> on the sidelines during Vols games. Yeah, but you're going to be famous for like getting into like competitive eating, so it's going to be like <laughs> they're going to be like, oh my god, like competitive. Eating champion Sidney Hollis, or maybe I'll be champion, but like competitive eater. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you've never won, but you're like always like the underdog who like always comes close. Yeah, I'm like the Andy. Like you're always at you're always at the Fourth of July at Coney, and then like and you always put like makeup on like like a like a wrestler and like oh there he is, and uh, and Sydney and then um, Peyton before like the Gator game, well, you guys will be on the field and sure. you'll eat like twenty hamburgers, <laughs> and then like. After it, like, you'll go deep and Peyton will throw you a pass. And you'll catch it and then you'll chug a beer and stuff. And then the people will go nuts. It's like, yes. <laughs> you don't think he'll throw a burger into my mouth? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> what am I going to be famous for when I go back to the to UMass for homecoming weekend? Oh, like, <laughs> why are you going to be on the sidelines during the game? Yeah, like, what am I famous for to them? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're like this feel good story. It's one of these it's one of these true crime podcasts where you were accused of like you were, you were accused of like of like murdering me. Your podcast co-host. Yeah. Your podcast co-host. You were accused of murdering me and like the whole world was against you. Like you were like the next OJ. It was just like like the the, the the chips were just stacked against you, all the evidence and everything like that. And, and how did you die? Um, it it like appeared that I died in a jacuzzi drowning. But like okay. there was like maybe evidence of foul play and you were the last person that saw me alive. Okay. And so like there was this whole trial and people were just like like, the American public just didn't believe that you did it. You know what I mean? And then you sure. ended up, like, being found guilty. And then a year later, this true crime podcast came out and, like, realized that you were innocent. And then, like, that that got, like, the state to give you a retrial and you were found innocent. It was just a feel-good story, and that's why you're back on the sidelines. That's sure. Why, yeah. I like that. I feel like I made it about me though by making me the victim, and I feel guilty about that. Cause it was a little, kinda, yeah. But that's okay. No, it was because I, I, you know what? My original intention was to say that like you had been accused of killing your wife or your family, and I felt bad about saying that. So then I made it me, and then making it me just made it self-centered. And I, Brad, you know, comedically, There's I'm something not sad proud about like having my whole family murdered, 
it wasn't me. And then, like, still showing up with, like, a UMass, like, vest on in the fall. Yeah. And just waving to the fans. It's just kind of exactly. sad in general. Yeah, exactly. I lost my family. I am innocent. I'm just going to live my life with a murdered family. I'm in a vest at UMass. I'm, like, waving to people. Like, there he is. Okay. You know what? I should have cool. said, I shouldn't have made it me. I shouldn't have made it your family. And I shouldn't have made it your future wife. I should have made it your caddy wound up dead after you had a particularly <laughs> bad round. <laughs> you uh, had a particularly I would, I would definitely bad... <laughs> kill my caddy. If I have a bad round, you're going down. People said that you were like, like, like there's like, like surveillance video of you like throwing like a couple irons across the um, course that day, and then people said that in the like the men's locker room you were going crazy, and then you like peeled out of the parking lot and you showed up at that guy's like other job, like you like showed up to your caddy's like like evening Taco Bell job, you know, and you're screaming at him. <laughs> and it's all caught on Another video. driver. Another driver. Are you kidding me, Paul? Uh, all right. Um, okay. All right, so you got to make this you got to make this phone call. You got to figure out your life, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. that was a good cast. <laughs> Another hour and a half. You're getting long casts these days. I oh hope yeah, you appreciate they're getting two parters. They're getting two parters. Unless this fits into one part, this um, this new software I've been using compresses the uh, files a lot better. Not that anyone gives a damn. Brad, call out a song for us to play us out. Well, we we're talking about Poco. Done. Uh, if you guys are bored and want to get into a new band, that I recommend. Yeah, play the one you like. I recommend this band Poco. A lot of a few members from the Eagles started with Poco, and I consider them. There's part of me that wants to wait towards like, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that right now. But uh, listen to Poco. This is Rosa Cimarron. Yep. Dude, is that Timothy B. Schmidt? I think that's, yeah, he's in the band. Yeah, yeah. I think that's he's him. In Poco. Dude, I recently heard a version of Garden Party, the Ricky Nelson song. It's John Fogarty, Don Henley, and Timothy B. Schmidt. An amazing version. Wow. Dude, big Timothy B. Schmidt house over here. Give him a look. All right. All right, Brad. Good cast. All right, Lickers. We'll see you. See ya. All right. Bye.